You're listening to Flux, a podcast about design and development. Our crafters will take you on a journey to discover more about digital innovation. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our special edition of Flux, a podcast by Movify. My name is Isabel, lead UI designer here at Movify. And I'm Thomas, UX designer here at Movify. Today, we're not joined by anyone. No, we're fact, not. But rather each other. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, it's been almost a year, a year? of yeah. flux. So we decided after almost a year, we should probably take the time uh, to review, and to reflect, reflect, indeed, yeah. on this first season of flux. Yeah. It's and what been a journey a great it's year. been. Yeah. Mm. Well, hopefully the listeners think so too, but I think it's been great having this uh, podcast with you every month chatting about I agree. interesting topics yeah um so if you cast your mind yeah let's just go right into it shall we yeah let's delve into it cast your mind back to those equally dreary cold days <laughs> uh as we're experiencing today um we started we launched our first episode well actually was it, in it, was, march? it was in march i believe yeah, yeah. yeah march and do he you was he was the first speaker uh, <laughs> you know i do recall yes the first podcast was with our dear uh, head of design yeah. xavier yes indeed what do we learn from this podcast what did we talk about in this podcast a i think the, uh, <laughs> for sure for sure but i think the well the first thing we can say is we learned how to podcast maybe oh yeah. Um, yeah that was our first first ever podcast at Movify. it so. was it was uh it was i think for both of us one of the first podcasts we ever did yeah um, together and on, together on our own as well indeed um yeah there was a lot of uh negotiation i feel like with yeah. the space and uh trying to hush everyone in the office yeah, at the one setup. point yeah yeah <laughs> people were clapping in their their <laughs> st daily stand-up and we had to like run off to them and say stop clapping we're trying to record a podcast oh i felt like <laughs> that was, was quite nice quite it was, nice. Yeah, it was a little bit of praise yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we actually work in um open plan of uh office kind of warehousey type um building which is really cool but yeah it's open plan so everyone works together i don't know how many people are we in here like 20 or something on a quite good a, day quite a few now on a good day yeah on a I good day say. um uh, we have a, a a foosball no not foosball kicker yeah foosball table foosball. is that what you call it <laughs> table football table football <laughs> sorry that's Australian. <laughs> As I like to say. uh yeah so uh, a lot of uh activity and motion going on but what did we actually talk about in this episode? I think we we were talking about um, we we're talking about the metaverse. Yeah. So Xavier gave a really uh, a great kind of deep dive into what the metaverse is and what it isn't, but away from the kind of um, the the marketing uh, beyond the sort of marketing components of what what the metaverse is. So really, what does it mean? Uh, what is its place within uh, within within society right now? Yep. How is it evolving? Uh, a kind of view on uh, which, yeah, which entities are kind of uh, striving uh, to to make great gains or the the big gains in this uh, in in this world. Yeah. Um, and also the I don't know if you you've seen that on the there's adverts uh, for uh, by Meta now the adverts about the metaverse. Do you see coming, them on Instagram? Uh, yeah, I see them on uh, TV English channel ah, channel really? four. Okay, they come up. A lot. Okay. Uh, so they've already started, you know. That's so interesting. And what, what are the adverts? What are they it's talking about? It's basically saying, uh, basically advertising how it's going to, how the metaverse is going to be used in schools and universities, mm -hmm. um, learning about history, how you're going to be able to be projected in um, historical times and learn about the, 
So you could time travel, yeah, essentially. Time travel and also for doctor, med- medic students, how they can I actually saw this dissect. One. And, yeah, I yeah, saw I this one about doing open heart surgery yeah, exactly. in the metaverse. Yeah. As a way for kind of error prevention, so yeah. to, to practice. Exactly, practice. Yeah. yeah, it does give you food for thought. Let's say. Yeah. I mean, it, there's there's a lot of. It's a. It's obviously it's a whole other world mm. uh, to untangle. But it, I mean, yeah, you can really see a lot of benefits of it for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, it's a complex topic. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, basically, if you haven't um, listened to it yet uh, and you're interested in knowing what the metaverse is, like just uh, generally, um, you should listen to our first episode because it's very interesting by Xavier. So um, yeah, and Where did that, we go the, next? the second yeah. one was really interesting as well. Um, it was by Kevin, who's an iOS developer who works at ImoWeb oh, right. in Belgium. And he spoke about why accessibility matters. So accessibility is a huge topic and it's getting more and more um, important in our world, um, especially for designers and developers. Uh, and he gave us some really useful best practices for designers and developers to improve the web and mobile apps from not only uh, the visu- visually impaired, but also for other disabilities. Because we normally, well, a lot of designers just use it for uh, visually impaired users, for example, color contrast and such. But there's right. way more uh, disabilities that should be included. Uh, and it's actually not that difficult to, ha- to have a checklist and design for that. Yeah, it's, it, he really brought to light the how actually inadequate, in a way, uh, design uh, practices really are, are not really filling the gap. They're not really yeah. responding. Um, and there is so there's there's a lot of I think he, the thing I re- recall from his uh, from our discussion was really how there's a lot of hubbub. There's a lot of discussion, but yeah. there's not really a lot of practice. Yeah. And there's there are so many great tools out there. Um, and I think the thing I take away from his his uh, from our discussion was really um how we we need to uh, incorporate these into our everyday yeah. practices right it's a lifestyle it's not, accessibility exactly it? yeah. it's not a, it's not an exception no. it's uh yeah it's, it's ingrained now it's ingrained. in our dna it's, it's, yeah. it's designers it's embedded developers. it should be embedded in yeah. what we do yeah so yeah that's a really good one for junior designers but also anyone who designs and develops uh yeah. I strongly suggest listening to that one the second episode yeah we then um we then spoke with uh i think the next episode was with olivier oh, yeah. uh so with uh product officer uh, uh about product strategy so we, we spoke with uh, olivier um about um product strategy within the context of startups but equally uh within yeah big corporations uh he he worked at yahoo i believe yeah. in the middle east for, for quite yeah. a while um and being a, a product officer, a product manager, a product manager uh, really requires uh, managing diverse teams um, and wearing quite literally um, a number of different hats, yeah. let's say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really being in touch with, you know, uh, right from the get go. So the, the kind of business strategy uh, mm. up to uh, the UX UI designers yeah. uh, and then actually the implementation. So the, the developers, the, um, the marketeers, you know, the full yeah. spectrum of it. I think that's what made this one stand out from the others as well is that it was more over on overview on the whole process, not, not just design or specifics. So that was quite a good to, yeah. to listen to. Yeah. I agree. You get the a kind of understanding of the full spectrum yeah. of, uh, of of the of this kind of process of product uh, yeah. project management 
Um, one of the things I really liked about our discussion with Olivier was um, how he really emphasized the importance of praise yeah. um, within a team and how uh, it's really important to celebrate successes um, of a team and kind of each and every step uh, of the journey. So up to the delivery date and beyond. Yeah. Um, it's really important to to take the time to reflect uh, yeah. on what we've been doing, uh, but also just to have that, to, to maintain that motivation, to mm. maintain that um that drive let's say yeah going back to your point about praise um i think if there are any managers listening to us today or like anybody um i think don't take a, um don't take it for granted praise is like a very very powerful tool to help your designers um junior designers or any designers um succeed and be happy in their work environment because just a little thank you or here and there um, goes a long way and I feel like there's not enough of it generally mm. in companies especially large corporations I think um, and so uh, the next speaker actually speakers this was our fourth episode um, was Raphael who's a design ops manager at Proximus and Arnaud who's the design system owner at Proximus so mm. Both on Proximus, <laughs> um, and they were talking about uh, how uh, the uh, they spoke about building the Proximus design system and how to scale design across such a large company. As I think it's the, one of the largest companies in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely one of the yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, and they explain uh, what a design system is because you know design system is now a huge part of uh, any kind of product um, out there. Uh, and where uh, where you start and how uh, can you get support from stakeholders, for example. Yeah. And so I thought that was super interesting because I've never really spoken or heard um, a perspective from that side of getting stakeholders on board uh, on, a, on a design system. So I think that was awesome. Yeah, I agree. Uh, not only the design system, but also the design ops and yeah. how the operations and how you, um, how the kind of governance around design uh, yeah you know how do we work uh, yeah. is there a consistency creating that trying to build that consistency and also that stakeholder buy-in mm. um i think it was super important and i think we see um as rafael talked about uh in the in the in the discussion in the discussion we had and also his presentation how um there's a kind of level of maturity uh that's in, especially yeah. in belgium that is increasing it's quite interesting yeah. um the level of maturity in terms of design and and uh, yeah maturity maturation of design yeah. is really building especially in relation to um uh companies where there are design op teams so, yeah and uh, I, I see quite a lot of um new or more and more posts for um uh design system owners and managers yeah. is becoming more True. and more trendy isn't it yeah. so it's a uh, I think it's it's quite a good uh, topic for anyone, really. Um, Who was next? Was next. <laughs> yeah. Well, so actually we spoke with uh, my fellow UX designer, Julien. Ah, yeah. Uh, we talked about uh, yeah venturing into a bit of the unknown, really, yeah. uh, as a recent graduate, uh, graduating from design. Um, yeah, we kind of delved into his, uh, it was quite an emotional, quite an emotional yeah. one, this one. Um, we discussed his first experience of the the corporate world, uh, working as a, a UX designer, uh, stakeholder management, uh, understanding jargon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so much jargon that's thrown around. Um, Asking questions in meetings and not being afraid, because indeed, that's what happens when you're Having junior, that confidence, yeah, yeah to, confidence. to ask those questions, whether, whether or not they're benign or not, you yeah. know, just really having that 
reassurance that actually it's the best thing to do mm. um so that was really interesting and i felt a lot of empathy um yeah. for him because I, i i saw a lot of uh myself in or, or it made me think about a lot of my yeah, my own same. personal journey and starting yeah. out and uh Uh, we sp- did we speak a bit about uh, imposter syndrome, which Indeed, is quite a, did, yeah. a big topic as well. Aunt. Which definitely you don't shake, you know, no. you don't shake uh, as a junior, you know, you don't no. shake off with the, the, yeah, the longer you work. It's it's something that, yeah. the that more stays you know, with you. The more you realize how much you don't know. <laughs> That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was really great to discuss with Julien. I think after that we spoke with... Then we spoke to Alexandre, who mm-hmm. is also from Movify, and he spoke about um, sharing his knowledge about the power of design stories right. and the um, underlying process of creation. So I found this episode really interesting because um, he really de- delved into how you can keep your audience engaged how to improve your design negotiation style and how to convince every party involved in a meeting, basically. Mm. So it's basically really kind of researching your audience, but not just designers or PMs or anyone. It's, it's every, like knowing who's coming to see to, or listen to you in your meeting and really researching their background, what they're interested in and knowing who's got time, who's not, for example, a CEO might not have as much time as... A designer um so kind of cutting to the chase at the beginning mm. and really pleasing should i say everyone in the meeting to so that you can really defend everything and be the top of your game yeah i, th- I found it was really interesting um discussing with him um the context in which he was working and yeah um really the importance of of reading the room actually yeah. Yeah. uh of really i think kind of uh That's also where sometimes that idea of jargon kind of plays into yeah. things. So uh, actually using language that's uh, relatable mm-hmm. to the specific stakeholders to creating a kind of commonality. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes also, I, I remember him saying, you know, just, I mean, maybe perhaps you want to do it anyway, but actually just getting to know uh, your your colleagues and your and your stakeholders, yeah. uh, maybe a little outside of the context of, of the office or the, mm. or the studio or wherever you're working. Yeah. Um, because we're all human after all, you yeah. know, we all have uh, lives outside of our work as well yeah, that exactly. pertain to also how we work. Mm. Um, so that's also, I yeah. think, a, a really great takeaway from his uh, Actually, yeah, one, uh, one point I just remember that I really enjoyed was that he was comparing uh, creating a story of design to movies and how a movie mm. is, yeah. is created and also how you can build on emphasis or on on tension or like the way you speak and soft soften your speech a bit and then kind of create climaxes etc so i found that really interested interesting as well yeah who was next who was the f- next person so actually we spoke with clementina so ah. service designer clementina who uh was actually a former colleague of mine also at, oh, at yeah. um yeah that was a super interesting talk yeah I, i really enjoyed this one um yeah and we talked about sort of the, all the facets of of ai um but we focused most specifically on how uh by understanding where AI and decision-making and, and logic uh, yeah. come from, we can strive for more inclusivity um, and have a more positive effect uh, on outcomes in the long run. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, I thought she this... spoke about a lot of stereotypical issues as well that um, affected uh, people talking about, was it um, 
uh, race, um, gender, gender, sexuality, sexuality yeah. all of that. So that was super interesting. I found yeah. as well. I think the the one of the great things about this episode and this discussion was um, the, the real life examples that she brought into yes. uh, into the talk. Yeah, um, yeah, they're re- I mean really really worth checking out. Mm. Um, she creates, gives a lot of great um, great resources as well. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I found really, uh, really important about this episode, and I think I want to highlight, is um, how she brought to light the, the social, ethical, and moral implications yeah. of AI, and how, um, and those how those actually have such an impact on society, and how actually we as designers um, we play a pivotal role yeah. in overcoming those biases um, that are embedded in in those uh, implications. So yeah. we actually are. Um, in the driving seat, you know, to some extent of, yeah. of the, the kind of longevity, the, the success, um, the inclusivity, uh, of AI. I exactly. think it's well it was, said. It was, <laughs> it was very eye opening, let's say. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And then, um, finally, I guess it was a podcast by the, the final episode of the season was from, yeah. by, um, Fiona, Fiona. Yeah. uh, who's a neuro architect and expert in the design of home offices. And she spoke about the role of space design in hybrid working. She spoke about how we can design our office spaces to create the right balance between work and life. And um, how does your home working setup affect your behavior and productivity? Um, I really enjoyed this talk because it linked human behavior, psychology and design, which are all topics I really like and um, passionate about. And it's just kind of how how you build your, your, especially after COVID, Mm. uh, most people work at home. And basically, how can you improve your your moods, basically, and your productivity is yeah. based on where you sit. And if there's a window on left, back or right, if there's right. Uh, all this, all this stuff was really interesting to me. Indeed. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Actually, um, Fiona gave some really um, some really interesting insights on how how to best position yourself in terms of working. Yeah. Um, yeah, because obviously, you know, for, for those that are lucky of us, and, and I think it's increasingly so, uh, we we are getting that choice to to work in a hybrid yeah. manner. Um, but I think over time we've seen how, uh, you know, that not everybody enjoys that way of working. Yeah. Um, but there are, there are ways to go about uh, maybe, uh, yeah, building a better way of working. Mm. And, and Fiona really gave some great tips. I yeah. think I, for one, went straight home and... Started to move Start the to furniture reorganize around. your yeah. space. <laughs> and I told her directly, I was like, Fiona, I, you know, I've just, I've just moved my desk and I put it in front of the window. Yeah. I'm actually, uh, I wouldn't say more productive, but yeah. I would say I'm, I'm definitely happier. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> I tried, but it's, everything is fixed to my wall, so I can't move it, but it's fine. I'm quite productive anyway. Yeah. So. Um, no, but it was, it was a really good chat. Um, yeah. So that one was great. These are all the talks we had. We had eight episodes. Wow. So yeah, what a year really, it's been. yeah, really happy yeah. with this year. And it's been amazing talking with you and yeah. uh, really just fun. having someone to share it with. <laughs> just chit chat as well. So thanks again to all our listeners for listening, downloading and spreading the word, I guess. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, and as we're all um, also trying to improve all the time, um, we would love um your feedback if you have any or even if you have any specific topics you would like to listen to uh, you can uh, send it to our website contact page which is movify.com 
uh, and we'd love to hear from you basically so happy holidays <laughs> happy yeah, new note. year <laughs> yeah um happy new year to everyone um and here's to the second season of flax starting in january Hurrah. Hurrah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone thank you everyone for listening and see you soon see you soon Thank you for listening to Flux. If you like this episode, subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. See you on the next one.